Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. We've been talking about this Netflix documentary, The Greatest Night in Pop, all about the making of We Are the World, and uh, Lionel Richie has uh, something he regrets about it. Yeah, he was, he was on uh, Jimmy Kimmel uh, talking about it. Uh, ev- really, everybody is talking about this. It's bringing back memories, uh, you know, for those of us that were around when this uh, uh, Cause song uh, first came out featuring some of the biggest names in music in the world. But uh, he... Uh, said one of his regrets with this was putting was not putting Madonna in. Instead, they chose Cindy Lauper. He was one of the producers of the song, and uh, was among those uh, choosing which artist would sing which parts. And there came a point where they had to decide whether Cindy Lauper or Madonna. Uh, would sing this one uh, short solo, and they thought that Cindy Lauper's sound was more distinctive, uh, so they put her in instead of Madonna. Uh, he now says that that was a big mistake. Oh, sure, they become a superstar, and right away you want them in your uh, your, <laughs> your song. He said they they actually they both should have been uh, in the songs. If you think about people who are in there, it's kind of amazing. Madonna didn't get in. That they had uh, Dan Aykroyd and <laughs> like people who are not uh, mm-hmm. you know musical artists. I mean, they were stars in their, their own right, but. Uh, you know, Madonna was just starting out then, so you know she wasn't the superstar that she is that now. Cindy Lauper did a great job, though, yep. and, and it's it's a fantastic music documentary. Netflix, uh, the greatest night in pop. Uh, there's a story about Madonna uh, today, and uh, what happened to her in Seattle. Yeah. Well, maybe this is why they didn't put her in the song. She uh, <laughs> took a spill on stage uh, while she was performing in Seattle over the weekend. She, you know, she's doing this, uh, uh, doing her song open. Your heart, uh, you know, one of her classics. She's sung it a million times, but it, you know, comes with quite a bit of choreography. Part of that choreography is where she sits on a uh, just a you know regular uh, chair, and one of her dancers uh, she leans back into the chair, and one of her dancers drags her around the stage where you know she is leaning, still leaning back in this chair. Except that night where the dancer tripped. And she fell out of the chair. She fell off, almost fell off the stage. Hmm. Uh, I shouldn't laugh. (laughs) She was laughing about it. She thought it was funny. Uh, Everybody was okay. Nobody was hurt. But, uh, you know, those things happen. And uh, there's uh, trouble for a co-star of Home Improvement. What happened? Yeah, this, uh, it's not only troublesome that there is uh, a DUI charge against Zachary Ty Bryant. He was uh, the oldest son of Tim Allen's in that classic uh, sitcom that ran during the 1990s. He was charged with the DUI over the weekend, felony DUI, and contempt of court. He was taken into custody, has since been released. Uh, But this is not the first time that this has happened. He was previously arrested in October. Uh, Same thing, uh, felony assault, uh, DUI. He was sentenced to a week in jail uh, at that time, so uh, I, I'm hoping that uh, he's going to, you know, find some help because uh, you know we're seeing the repeat mode uh, mm. going, going on here for this young man. 
Uh, let's uh, get to what's coming to Chicago soon. And uh, Back to the Future is now a musical, isn't it? Yeah, they turned it into a musical uh, just a couple of years ago on the West End in London, uh, in New York, where uh, it's getting rave reviews in both places. And now they're going to start uh, a North American tour. One of the stops will be uh, at the Cadillac Palace Theater for three weeks. It'll begin August 13th of this year and run through September the 1st. Uh, you can buy group tickets right now. If you are a Broadway in Ch- uh, Chicago subscriber, you can buy tickets beginning February 26th. Single ticket sales will begin at a later date, and we'll let you know when that happens. But uh, they've set music to the plot of, you know, this classic movie, this 1985 uh, classic movie, and uh, it's a lot of fun. It'll bring back uh, a lot of memories. The uh, play does not star Michael J. Fox as Marty McFly and Christopher Lloyd as uh, Dog, but the original movie did, and if you want to get more info on it, uh, you can always go to broadwayinchicago.com. It's interesting that the theaters here have now done what the, they are doing in New York. The The curtain time has moved from 8 to 7 o'clock. I think at, at, at all of them, hasn't, hasn't it, Dean? Uh, it's, uh, I, don't, I don't know if it's every single one of them, but that is definitely uh, the trend with uh, downtown theaters. I don't know if it's because, uh, you know, the, they were doing later starting dates, because uh, starting times, because people wanted to go out to dinner. They didn't want to be rushed. But I think now people would, would want to get home. I, I, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, that that's part of it. And especially shows uh, that are in, in nostalgic, like this Back to the Future, uh, you have to presume that the audience is a little older and may want to, they want to get home to their rocking chairs a little faster. Well, restaurants are reporting uh, more reservations now, and not just from seniors. Five o'clock has become uh, a busy time. Yeah, because, you know, the, you, you need... Uh, people want to sleep, I got, guess. you got to get a couple of hours. And honestly, I, I think people... Uh, don't want to be downtown too late anymore. I mean, sadly, that's, yeah, that's the reality. That's a problem. Of what's going on when you're downtown? It used to be, you know, people would go go get ice cream, go get a cup of coffee, stroll the streets downtown. But now they have police cars with their lights on to try to keep the streets uh, safe. And I think uh, I've noticed when I've gone to shows that there is a a lot more police presence when shows are letting out so people feel safe, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, getting back to their cars, uh, whatever. That's a reality that we're living with. It's not just downtown. I mean, that's sadly, that's happening everywhere now. Yeah. uh, Our police superintendent now is going to go, and I think it's a good idea to get the police out of the cars and and walk the beats instead of just having the car there. But it's not it's not just fear of crime. Uh, something happened during the pandemic, and people just like to be home more. They like to get uh, to bed earlier, and it's reflected in what's happening at restaurants and the theaters. Yep. I could go for a nap right now. <laughs> I, I take one between 6 and 10, can't you tell? <laughs> Dean's Entertainment Report is sponsored by Walter E. Smith Furniture and Design. We'll hear from Billy D. Williams and more coming up momentarily. Talking entertainment with Dean Richards. Happy birthday, John Travolta, today. I cannot even believe that the man who coined the phrase 
What? Me? What? <laughs> I'm welcome good. back, Cotter. Thank Very you. Good. Thank you. I've spent my life being a John Travolta impersonator. Uh, and if you ever saw my first publicity pictures, clearly I was influenced by John Travolta. I'll have to look. From Saturday Night Fever. Uh, John Travolta, uh, believe it or not, turned 70 years old the other day. Um, had a little uh, get-together with his kids. Uh, he and the late uh, Kelly Preston, his wife, had three kids together. Their eldest uh, son, Jet, died in 2009. But uh, he's got a daughter who is now 23, Ella, and a son, uh, Benjamin. And uh, they threw uh, a little get-together for him. And Ella wrote, uh, you know, put on Instagram, uh, you know, to the man who always has my back and is always there for me. A really sweet note. Hmm. Exactly the kind of note that a father would want to see from from his daughter. So, uh, Absolutely. Happy birthday. One of our favorite people to interview. Bob, a story uh, just came over during the break that this has got your name written all over it. Uh, it has just been announced that uh, director Sam Mendez, Oscar-winning director Sam Mendez, is going to be doing four theatrical films, each one on the life and career of a Beatle. Oh, my. There is going to be uh, a movie about, a, a, one movie strictly about Paul McCartney, huh. another about John Lennon, another about Ringo Starr, another about George Harrison. Their full life story, they've been given all the musical rights for each of these scripted films. Uh, and uh, they're not, they haven't said uh, when any of this is going to be coming out. But uh, this is uh, super, super exciting. They're, uh, Sony Pictures, oh, here, is uh, financing and distributing the series uh, expected in theaters in 2027. What a great idea. Yeah, so if we're still able to hear anything by then, we'll, we'll be <laughs> well, able to enjoy those movies. There's, but there's certainly enough content, enough story on each, each of the four. I love that they're doing one movie per Beatle. Yeah. That's a, a great idea. And Sam Mendes... Uh, is uh, great. I mean, he he directed a couple of James Bond movies. He directed uh, Tom Hanks and Paul Newman in Road to Perdition, that was mostly shot here in the Chicago area. He shot American Beauty, uh, American Beauty, 1917. He's an amazing director. So I expect nothing but great things from this. I'm warning you with peace and love, but I have too much to do. Oh, <laughs> well, uh, Ringo, you're going to be on the big screen. Don't worry, uh, Billy D. Williams. Uh, uh, is somebody who's been around a long time. I know you just talked to him, Dean. I bet people still come up to him and ask him about Brian's song. Yeah, well, I sure did. Uh, that's <laughs> for sure. Uh, he just uh, put out uh, a memoir, which is called What Have We Here? The famous line that uh, Lando Calrissian, his character from uh, the Star Wars franchise, Empire Strikes Back, uh, says to Carrie Fisher when he first meets her. But it's a story about his career, his life, his uh, family, uh, what he's learned through the years, and some of his most memorable roles. Uh, Empire Strikes Back certainly is one of them, but as I said to him, here in Chicago, Brian's song means uh, something special to us. I always thought of myself as that kid. It was a, life is an, is an adventure. I guess with a kind of uh, innocence, a kind of naivete, I sort of uh, uh, found myself in situations that I, when I look back on it, it was, it's all quite amusing to me. Another of your uh, you know, signature roles, especially here in Chicago, is that of Gail Sayers in uh, 
Brian's song. What are some of your memories uh, of that? Well, certainly that was an act of love. That's how I I uh, express it. Uh, you know, uh, the when uh, Jimmy and I met each other, there certainly was this chemistry. And of course, when I got the role, my it, it, the story obviously is about uh, Brian Piccolo. Uh, dying of cancer, but my father was dying of cancer for the same at that time, so that helped. The other black. I mean, when I did the audition for uh, the, the uh, Gail Sayers, uh, that kind of emotion was sure. helped to inform you, didn't it, of of what uh, Gail Sayers might have been going through. Yeah, yeah. You just hear that music, and you just start mm. tearing up. Yeah, uh, no thinking about it. James Con as uh, Chicago Bears great uh, Brian Piccolo and Billy D. Williams as Gail Sayers. Uh, but uh, the book is uh, out uh, now. What have we here? Is what it's called. After the news, which is next, we'll be talking with John O'Hurley, and it's of course Jay Peterman, but uh, star of stage, screen, and everything else, isn't he? I love him. Yeah, I'll tell him you said hi, please. <laughs>